0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 487, The Planet That Captured the Legion. Episode four hundred eighty-seven of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I'm Shovel Samurai Lad. (laughs) Are you now? Uh, Well, I and and I only add the samurai part because the snow was like a damn ninja. It we didn't, you know, we had sort of some steady but slow snowfall, and all of a sudden, I'm taking Elle out to a birthday party this afternoon, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I can barely get out of the driveway. And wow. um, and so I literally dropped her off at this party. They were it was like a theater party, so you know she was going to be gone for a, cu- a good couple hours, and um, dropped her off. Came back home, started shoveling. Wow. Stopped when stopped when I realized, oh, it's time to go get her, <laughs> and <laughs> and so went picked her up from the party, brought her back, and went back out and started shoveling again, and uh, and and so until I was and so it took. Uh, it was a good few hours, and and I was thinking like, when did all of this fall? <laughs> and so yes, stealthy snow, not
1: looking, sir. But
0: we won, we won. And uh, I enlisted the entire family, and uh, and Sarah had her little Avengers shovel, and she helped move a couple of pieces <laughs> out, out, and uh, and uh, and it was it was all good, and the driveway is has been made safe for democracy once again.
2: <laughs> and that's why we live in the South, right, Darren?
1: Oh, well, you know, we have other issues, sir. So. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Lots of snow. No clan. <laughs> you kind of have a point. <laughs> Over to you, Scott. Canada's too nice to have a clan, I
0: I uh, feel <laughs> you know. I you know I'm sure
1: there are people who are crunchy up there. I'm not saying some, that. There's but some still. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's some crunchiness. There's some mm.
1: yeah. Anyway, let's
0: move on oh, from that.
1: Oh, <laughs> all the nuts are not down here. Thank you. Uh <laughs> I know. Oh lordy. Hi everybody, Darren Noel, and I guess tonight I am getting older guy. <gasps> no guess what happened to me at the doctor's office? <laughs> oh,
2: I, I don't want to guess.
1: I got I got my first EKG.
2: Oh, oh, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. I really did, oh. literally. <laughs> See, I, I
1: knew people were like, "Well, it's that time." 50 to yeah one, it's the colonoscopy. Fifty to one, it's the colonoscopy. No, it, it was an EKG. So there you go. Yep, yep. So yeah, I it's a, it's either it that means, or the you
0: know, or the prostate. So
1: yeah, sorry, sorry. That, I get that done professionally by people who know what they're doing. <laughs> um, hey, now, the, the doc just was listening to my heartbeat and said, "Oh, that looks that sounds kind of weird. Let's let's look at that." And so we're we're dealing with some side effects possibly from my uh, blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. So we're going to oh, start cool. assessing that and seeing. We're going to go least invasive to more invasive until we get that under control. So, yeah, yeah turn 48. Everything's falling apart. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> but but, but when, sometimes
0: when there's medication involved, that can be a thing.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the prescription is more hydration and potassium, believe it or not, right now.
0: Oh, uh, the potass.
1: I, I, I don't... Eat a lot of fruit. Insert bad joke here. Oh, oh, Darren, come now, come on.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, that's just too easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm right? not, I'm not
1: touching that one. <laughs> it's something about the texture of it just squicks me out. So I don't eat Jello either. So it's uh. it's that squishy but firm texture. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, thank you. So, you know, I don't get a lot of potassium naturally, so I'm taking a potassium supplement. We're gonna see there if that helps. So. Well,
2: there you go. Well, as one I thing was. Uh, as as I was told long ago, growing older is mandatory, but growing up is not. That's yeah. true. Oh,
1: I like that. Yeah. And um, one thing on a on a personal note, want to say um, it is today as we record this. It is Peter Van Denning's birthday. Yes. And he's he's no, been fighting. Birthday, yeah, he's been fighting um, the good fight with some health issues recently. Still fighting the good fight, and we're all with you the there, Pete. So Absolutely. if you're listening, we love you, babe. And over to you, sir.
2: All right. uh, I am Michael Grabois, as always. And today I am Justice League lad.
1: Mm. I
2: finally got around to seeing Justice League in the theaters. Mm. Uh, It's been, what, three months since it's been out? At least. Uh, Yeah, sometime in November. And uh, I was happy that it was not nearly as bad as everybody says it was. (laughs) Um, There were some good things. There were some bad things. uh, Some things to look forward to. And uh, I'm looking forward to some of the deleted scenes on the trailers, or on the uh, DVD. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. You know, we haven't. We haven't actually. We haven't yet got around to uh, to talking about that one in depth, and perhaps we should at some point. But, um,
1: yeah. <laughs> but I'd,
0: not today. Well, because. <laughs> It's been been a hot minute since I saw it. Um, well, yeah, me too. So, but but you know, I I think uh, think a lot of these things. You know, there 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 ends up being a lot of uh, preconceived notions with all of these things, right? And it's and um, you know, there's the I love the Marvel movies, so therefore I must hate and despise everything about the DC movies,
2: right? You yeah,
0: know, no, and I haven't seen, a fr- I haven't seen a frame of it yet. And, um, and yet I must, uh, and, and yet I'm, I must complain about it. Um, Just you know, uh, I would like to register a complaint. Indeed. <laughs> yes. and Take a drink, kids. Take I a know. drink. I think I shall. Hmm? <laughs> All right. So, but, but yeah, it, you know, I, I, and I think that, that conversely, you know, a lot of the Marvel movies are very good. There's some mm-hmm. that aren't so good,
1: and um, like like for instance, the first t- two Thor movies, not really enjoyable that much.
0: I, I I agree, and you know, but then I'm I'm the guy who thinks of the of the first wave that Captain America was the best of all of them, and mm-hmm. and you know, and it's it's like, but it, but people are like, well, what about Iron Man? And it's like, yeah, Iron Man's great, but part of that was because there was you know, it was, <laughs> well, it was the first, it was the first salvo, right? It was the first, like, here's yeah. what we're doing. And, um, but, but, you know, if I were to watch the two of them back, back and forth, and I've been actually been doing that whole watch one a week, um, leading to up to, up for Infinity yes, War. yes, because yeah. there's a, bunch. there's a few that I haven't seen and, and there's several that it's been a long time since I saw them. So I thought, well, this is a good way to sort of immerse myself in that. And, and, that, and I still felt that way. It was like, wow, the, the uh, Captain America movie better than the Iron Man movie. The second Captain America movie even better. And so right? I find as I've been working through these it's like wow, the the cap movies they they're just killer. They're just amazing. Yeah. And um, and and I mean again, it's all subjective. It's all personal taste, you know. It's it's um um but but for me the like Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 yeah. You know, well,
2: that's pretty much what
0: everybody else thought. Okay, I wasn't sure because I thought that, that largely it was sort of a all of these are the best things ever, and um, and and I think that there that you know there are some some flawed spots, but you know, yeah, overall pretty solid, but not perfect. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing that gets overlooked, right? And and um you know, like I watched uh I watched Doctor Strange the other night. Um and I hadn't seen it before. And so so Jen and I watched it on uh, Friday night. And and I thought it was pretty good. Um you know, the 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 humor in it was 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 really done well. Um I thought Cumberbatch was was great as Stephen Strange. But and to be fair, this might just be my uh, my own personal Doctor Strange bias mm-hmm. coming through because a lot of it, eh. I, I mean, can see that you know, but that but again, that's because oh, it's a mystic character, not my favorite thing. So, so uh, you know, was I you know, it's it's kind of like uh, when I you know, I'm I'm not a um, a swords and sandals fan generally. <laughs> save for no conan for you no but save for like warlord i i enjoyed warlord um ah. because there was a sci-fi edge to that right but but a lot of the um yeah a lot of the uh, the the swords and sandals stuff leaves me cold like people are like oh you've got to see game of thrones cuz you'll love it and i and i always say there is there is nothing that indicates this is going to interest me in the least and um but arguably, yeah, I'm
1: surprised by that. But I think I think you'll actually like Game of Thrones.
0: Interesting. See, everybody says that, but and, but,
1: but, and, but it's it's not about the fantasy of it. It's about the uh, political...
2: Politics.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a good case for it.
2: It's um, the politics and the interrelationships between the characters and the subversion of genre tropes.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: And, mm-hmm. and how. Right. Things happen when you least expect them to, and then you're like, wait, that's not supposed to happen.
1: But it did. <laughs> Yet it did. But it did, Blanche. It did. Did. You are in that chair. Oh, yes, wait. you are.
0: Wait, this this sounds happening. Hang on. What's happening? What's happening? I, oh, my God. I'm not sure. Things are happening, people. I'm Things not sure. <laughs> We're I, 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 we're we're um we're having we've been having Skype issues. Yes, you heard me correctly. Issues with Skype. <laughs>
1: we've never had those before.
0: That never happens, except for all the times
1: that it does. All the time that it does.
0: <laughs> and uh, and so that's why you have yet to hear uh, Travis's voice because.
1: Good grief, Skype. Because, 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 because? Oh, because Skype is a bastard, Be- that's why.
2: Because of the wonderful things it does?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well, it used to do some wonderful things, but... Uh,
1: they keep toying with it, I- don't I- they?
0: I won't, I, w- I, won't, I won't mention any names. Mm. Suffice to say, it, it it rhymes with
1: Jicrosoft. Oh, wow. I've never heard of them before. You don't even you're wondering what I'm even talking about, right? Totally. Yeah. No clue. Okay. No clue on my end here.
2: And there's no possible way that computer could be involved.
0: No. No because we would never ever say that.
2: We, we would never, would build never a take a
0: chance on saying that, that.
2: We would never have a product that had components of a computer entity that once tried to kill us all. It seems like a bad
1: idea, don't you think? It does. It does. It really, really does. That circuitry just needs to stay dead. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why people keep fooling with it, but they do. Oh.
0: Oh. Trying to add Travis must add Travis. Use all your powers, man. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens with uh, when 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 you use Skype, people. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's
1: see here. There. Meanwhile. It- that, that Game of Thrones conversation while, while you're trying to deal with yeah, Travis. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot of people didn't like this last episode or this last season. Because, oh, really? Well, there was a lot less political intrigue in it because there's a lot less characters at this point in the game. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot less of that. And um, we're really getting to the point, you know, when you get to, okay, now we're going to have to resolve this. You right. know, it this season and the next season, and they they've started resolving things, and that means characters shuffle off one way or another, right? Yeah. So there there was a lot more straightforward attacking, and obviously they had to show the dragons because dragons are cool, you know. Um, but I gotta say, they they really did a slow burn up to the dragons. That that was built and earned over the the seasons, you know, it wasn't like, oh, look, this woman's walking up to these dragons and they love her, you know, it wasn't that. So,
2: right. And it's, it's also, uh, you know, we're getting basically into the third act. Um, you know, if you think about it as a, a multi-season long movie, and this is the point where you start gathering all of your, um, players together and wrapping up some, Extraneous plot lines, so that you can have everybody ready for the big finale, for the end of the movie.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. So all those things said, you know, I, I caught during the um, the during the Super Bowl last week they they were running that big long, uh, um, Infinity mm-hmm. War uh, trailer, mm-hmm. and that looks again like a we're bringing everybody in and oh yeah uh, and and so. You know, I, I think I think that that there's 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 things about all of them, and there's things you know. Again, there's subjective things, like you say, like a lot of people are really loving uh, Game of Thrones, and I and, and I haven't found my way to to, to watch any of it, and um, and but you're right. Like as as you guys are talking about it, it's like wow, this sounds like something I would like, mm-hmm. and. Um, You know, part of it was uh, Jan has no... You know, a big part of it initially, too, was, like, I was, you know, like, thinking, well, maybe I should try it, even though it's not in my usual wheelhouse. But, you know, Jan was reading the books, and that that type of thing is something she always digs. Um, And so... You, you know, it, it, we were going to try, we were going to give it a, a watch, but she's kind of, well, I don't want to watch any of it until I've read all of the books. It's like, well, that could take 20 years.
1: Well, yeah, it could.
0: Not because he's nec- George, not he's necessarily got that long. <laughs> well, but, yeah, and book,
2: uh, book six isn't out yet. The TV series has already progressed yeah. past, past
1: it. Yeah. Uh,
2: past what's been published. And given Martin's. Um, writing frequency, I mean, it could literally be 10 years until the last volume comes out. Yeah. And what nobody knows is whether or how much the books are going to show the, the same things so, as what was yeah. on TV. I,
0: exactly, because, yeah, I mean, that's this is the thing about about writing right is is that that at one point you know you you, you look at like uh Kirkman with um with Walking Dead right Walking they've, dead. they've yeah. done many many different things because some of it is him sitting there and thinking you know I kind of wish I'd gone this way with it well let's try that <laughs> yeah. you know because bec- why because he can mm-hmm. and uh and, and I think that's fair you know and it, and and You know, we've seen some course correction with the with the DC movies, uh, just just to bring it back to that. Um, You know, you know, we've seen some course correction there. Um, It looks like uh, they're going to move on from the, the, the Zack Snyder thing, which probably not the worst idea they've had probably not. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> be, well, purely because like look at what we saw with Wonder Woman. Like like you know, yeah. they 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 kind of break out of that and and uh and and it goes a certain way and I think the stuff that they did, you know, some of the some of the reshot stuff mustache aside, um which quite honestly I wasn't looking for it when I watched it, so it didn't, it did, it, it didn't bother me at no, all. No, because, because, yes, if you're looking for it and, oh, I made, I
1: took a still of that, and, oh, my God, it's the worst thing ever, um, yeah. sure. And that's in 85 headlines all over the Internet, at least.
0: Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. Whereas if you just watch the movie and, and don't worry about any of that bullshit, you, you don't notice it because his face isn't on screen long enough for it to be a thing. No.
1: It's not really. That people are dumb. Um, you no, know, people like to pick on crap.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and that's it. You know, the the, the outrage machine goes to work. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I mean, I thought there was I thought there was a lot of good in that I, movie. Paul, Paul, I remember a time when we didn't even have a Justice League. Movie. <laughs> You know what? It, there, there's a lot of stuff that was fun in that, and and uh, you know, people can can say, "Oh, it's, it's 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 way too serious," and it's you know, I I didn't find it that. Was was the uh, the villain underwhelming to me? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, oh, it's Steppenwolf. Like I th- I thought you know that was going to be one of those. Um, you, like go back to zero hour, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, um, Extant is the uh, is the bad guy. Extant's the bad guy. Oh my <laughs> god, it's Hal Jordan! <laughs> really? Holy <laughs> shit! You know? Holy crap! And um, you know, I thought it was going to be kind
1: of like a I, I was, I, and and that was my own expectation, right? I was bad guy. Bad guy would have been Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan yeah. as Deadpool. Oh my god, that would be great. That would have been amazing.
0: <sighs> He'd be Hal Jordan, but with his mouth sewn shut
1: like you know, when he was in the Wolverine movie is Deadpool. Yeah, the best way for Deadpool to be his <laughs> There's, there's then, a Marvel movie that had a crappy idea, kids
2: <laughs> And then to bring Game of Thrones back to the Legion um, the books are the books and the TV show is the TV show and it's okay to be a fan of one and not the other.
1: Absolutely. And it's
2: okay for them not to be identical because they're two different mediums.
1: Yeah, I mean and, you think about it this and is pretty brilliant on George Martin's part. To hey, here's my test ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all go see how that works out, and then A little, little gonna, trial balloon. I'm, exactly. And if, like, if, it, oh, if it fails, well that, I say, that oh, badly. that's the, that's
0: the TV guys. <laughs> wait, wait till you see what I do with it. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, what were
2: you saying, Michael? I was going to say to to bring it back to Game of Thrones to the Legion. Um, the books and the books and a TV show is the TV show. And you can't compare the two because they're not the same thing. They have different limitations. If you like the comics or if you like the books and not the live action, that's okay. If you like the live action, but not the books, that's okay. Uh, you don't have to have everything be a hundred percent accurate to how it is in the book, because it's just not possible no. to put everything in the book on the screen, and that's what's happening in Supergirl.
1: Yeah. Is
2: you have the Legion, a version of the Legion, and we've seen probably literally a hundred different versions of the Legion, you know, in, in various <laughs> oh, live yeah. action and comics, um, you know, different reboots. We've different... seen two
0: versions in the a- 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 animated.
2: Yeah, and and it's okay if they're not the same as the others, and it's okay if you don't like it because it's a different thing. It's a multiverse out there, and if you don't like it, then the comics are still available for you to go read. Exactly. And you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it is, the, the, is what it is. You uh, know, I, I I used to have times where I'd, where I'd go to see a superhero movie and and and. And the break from continuity would drive me nuts. But it was, you know, it was, and, and, and you know, and I I, I kind of was getting over that quite a bit and just like, who cares? Like, it's a different media and and, and, yeah. and, and let's just let it go. And uh, the thing that really sort of sort of took me to the, wow, yeah, exactly, was when The Walking Dead started really diverging from the book. And it was kind of, well, yeah, because if I want to read the book, I'll just read the book. I don't need to see the book redone for me, and watch. And the Watchmen movie was uh, was another example of that because it's like, wow, yeah.
1: That's, well, that was like a complete redo, wasn't it? it, Pretty it much yeah, by panel.
0: yeah, and 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 it suffered for that because some of that stuff was designed to take advantage of the way comics work, mm-hmm. the way that the sequential storytelling happens, and uh, and so the the. Pivotal moment in that for me was was when they have the happy face on the moon, and everybody in the audience laughed, and it was like, wow! In the book, that was really poignant.
2: Yeah, was not, not so bad. much.
0: Yeah, but it was a joke in the in in the uh, in the movie, and it's like, yes, because some stuff doesn't translate. Doesn't, it's too, doesn't it's, work. Yeah, it, you know, so that it that was meant to be a symbolic image in the book, but it was. A literal thing in in the movie because that's the way movies work, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it, you know it was kind of a yeah so, <laughs> but I've already read the book so why did I need to see this movie, and 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 that was kind of you know so that's where I am uh, where I'm at now where it's like I love Preacher the book, the the TV show, uh, and it's not because it diverged because I mean some of the the, the divergences are, are actually kind of interesting. But it was more because, yeah, I just don't like this as much, and and I like the book, and I've got the book to read, and um, you know, I'm just just not as excited about this, and yeah. uh, and so I kind of fell off midway through the first season, and I kind of got back into it a bit just to, when the second season started. I thought, oh, I'll check this out again, and it's just it's just. It's just not for me, because uh, it turns out my my, my my preacher itch has been scratched well enough by the series, which, when you think of that series, that's actually kind of gross. Ew.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Very gross. Ew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that uh, there are bigger things to worry about than... <laughs> what color character's hair? I is? mean,
1: when have you ever seen Jim Gordon portrayed as a stud before Gotham? I was just
0: gonna say it's well Gotham,
1: yeah, but you're well right. before yeah. Gotham. Never. It's like okay. Oh,
0: well, there was the whole Sarah Essen thing where that you know back in the uh, in the Bray Fogel <laughs> the year era one comic. Well, the year no, one. that was originally, but but then she came back into the present day, and that was oh. like sort of in that Alan Grant Norm Bray Fogel. Uh, era like pre, um, still pre nightfall, and, and probably post nightfall as well. But, but mm-hmm. certainly they, they kind of brought her in, and it's like, oh, you go, Jim Gordon, you go, mm-hmm. <laughs> bomb chicka bomb yeah, right. So, uh, but but yeah, still, eh, you know. W- when he was portrayed at all beyond being a little bit gruff and uh, you know standing on on, on the and on the roof and and acting surprised for the ten thousandth time that Batman just disappeared without saying goodbye, um, right. it's like you know he does that's what he does right like you've been dealing with this guy for years now come on so yeah anyway Legion stuff huh yeah all right yeah michael you want to take
2: (laughs) us through this one uh sure uh with a reminder if i don't think i we mentioned it yet um supergirl is on hiatus and so whatever is going to happen with supergirl and the legion on the tv show we're gonna have to wait uh another eight weeks to find out how everything is resolved
0: is it Ah. uh, is it on hiatus now or is it on hiatus at the end of the month It's It's on hiatus
2: soon. No, it's as of now, (laughs) because tonight, uh, meaning Monday, the day this drops, is the first uh, new episode of Legends of Tomorrow, uh,
0: okay. uh,
2: which is taking its place for eight weeks while it finishes up its run. And then after Legends is done, then Supergirl is going to finish the back half of its season And we'll get to find out what happens with the Legion.
1: And I was just doing the Spaceballs thing. (laughs) Ludicrous speed. Um,
0: Yeah, you know, and and I mean, again, they've got, you know, the CW only does original programming five nights a week. Monday through Friday Uh from uh, 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Basically, so it's it's they've got 15 hours of programming time um, in a week and and they've got Arrow, they've got Legends of Tomorrow, they've got Supergirl, they've got Flash and they've got Black Lightning. Am I missing anyone? Hi, zombie. Well, no, no. Am I missing any of the, the sort of the. Oh, oh. the core. No, there's just, just the four. Yeah. Wait, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, uh, and Legends. Arrow, Legends, Black Lightning.
2: Uh, yeah, but we don't know if Black Lightning. We don't is know if it's connected,
0: but I mean, what Arrow-verse I mean is, 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 um, you know, iZombie. Yes, comic book based, but definitely not sort of like I mean, just their DCU stuff, right? Uh-huh, um, right. Is is we're talking five, five hours out of their fifteen, and uh, they've got Dynasty. And they've got um, <laughs> Riverdale, Riverdale. And they've got a, an upcoming spinoff of, of Riverdale for Sabrina. Right. And they've got. Should we it, count
1: those as comic book related? I think we have to. I think I, they, I think they do. Right.
0: Um, Dynasty could be, but it's not.
1: No, nah, that's, that's <laughs> drama related. It's not that's, drama, that's, sir. It's not drama. <laughs> the champagne is burned.
0: <laughs> anyway, um so yeah, they there's they they they've got a lot of shows that that are doing well enough for them, you know, in the context of how well a show does on the CW. And um for them it's an embarrassment of riches. So it makes sense that, you know, that it's like okay, well there's a production delay happening on um um, on Supergirl and they say that it was, uh, this occurred before the, the, the Kreisberg ouster, but you know,
2: <laughs> they might yeah, just no. be, that couldn't have helped. That couldn't have helped
0: anything like, like you, you, you lost your head writer. That, that can't help. Nah, you know, it really can't, can't be like, Oh, that's no, no, no problem. Um, you know, there's, there's some change over there's some like, okay, so where were we with this? Where are we at here? Um, there are these these simple logistical things, so I I don't know that that helped them any. So whether it was the core reason, I, I'm not entirely sure, but they saw it as an opportunity because hey, we've got an awful lot of shows, and we it was kind of kicking our ass figuring out how we were gonna gonna schedule all these things, and. um so a lot of people have been been saying, "Oh, you see they're going to cancel it. They're going to cancel it." And it's no, it's just they've got to do a little bit more uh scrambling with the with the schedule because they can't dump shit to Sunday night. Right, right? They 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 can't say um uh, oh oh just put it on a Saturday for a few weeks or or move it to Friday, uh, you know, move it to this day or whatever. They've they've got you know, it's like if if it's not Monday to Friday, it ain't happening. And and they have a very limited uh schedule. So you know, it, it makes sense that they that they have to do some uh some bending, especially because they've got And the that, shows are kind
1: of expensive. And I they've mean. got
0: and they've got a bunch of shows that are doing well for them. And so it's like, well, wow, you know, I guess we'll hold off on this thing that's 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 making some good advertising dollars for
2: us. Mhm. And one thing that just occurred to me is that um, with Supergirl getting pushed out and thus being out of sync with the rest of the Arrowverse series, that Supergirl is not going to be crossing over with any of the other shows the back half of the season.
0: No, and I don't know that they need it anyway in, in any of the shows because they did, you know, to their credit, they did a crossover Right.
2: Right, but I mean they did uh they did a separate Supergirl Flash episode last season after yeah. the uh the Dominator invasion storyline.
0: That yeah, true, true, but I, I think they've got, you know, they've uh, you know, story-wise I think that that you know, certainly with what they've got going on in 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 Flash I think that that also becomes, you know, the the idea of of it, it would be shoehorned in if anything. And um and that said, in most cases, you know that that's what those were, right? Is you know in in the first season, it was kind of a this can be kind of a separate episode that addresses a couple of things, but really is is separate from the the main show. And mm-hmm. uh, and so so yeah, you're right. It does push them out of that because Flash will be pretty much done when Supergirl gets back. It's got to be right because.
2: Or pretty close to it
0: yeah yeah because we're a good a good chunk into that season and uh and, and you know what I I, I think that the, the 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 crossover that they that they did uh with the crisis on earth X was so well done that it's kind of it, there's got to be a little bit of a of uh yeah we can we can rest we can rest on the crossover laurel for 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 the rest right. of the season. For a little bit yeah because they did it they they really did an outstanding job of of telling that story and uh and I and you know it was one of those things where um you know, actually, like, like, yeah, Flash has some re- some stuff they got to sort out, right? Because we've got this whole questionable is that excess uh, thing going on. Mm. Um, uh, you know, dealing with the Thinker, and, and there's a, there's a lot going on there that they've got to deal with. And and again, I think they've got to be at at around fifteen episodes. I, I, I'm not sure, um, but. You know, they've got to be a good chunk of the way into the season. So, so how do you do that? How do you, how do you uh, um, burn an episode on, on a crossover? Even though you're right, they've done that a couple of times. Like, you know, last season they did the, the musical uh, uh, right. episode. Which, which I think was more opportunistic in the, in the whole, you know, we've, we've got these two shows um, led by people who were in Glee. And uh, and people have been asking about this, and and you've also got you know uh, Jesse Martin in Jesse L Martin in Flash, where it's where it's kind of how do you not use that guy? I know, right? Seriously, and um, and and you got Victor Garber uh, to, to to fold into it, and and all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it, it, you know that, that they had they had to make use of that, and thank goodness they did because now they don't have Garber anymore. Um, so, so I'm really glad that they, that they did that when they could, because, uh, yep. and, and, and that's not to exclude, you know, Cisco and, uh, you, you got a lot of Broadway talent in these shows. Can
1: I tell you a story real quick? Please. We we were at the, well, uh, and don't, the...
0: and don't, and don't worry about quick because clearly we're not worried about that.
1: Well, no, no, we're not. But this is this is a quick, quick anecdote. We were in the boy bar this past weekend for my birthday celebration. You know, the, and the place where the boys take off their clothes for money. You know, that kind of a place. And uh, lo and behold, Killer Frost was there. Yeah. Just saying. Out. Oh, wait. Yeah. As in I, think, the actress- I think she was, like, filming something in Atlanta.
0: Oh, oh. hmm. Is there another show that films in Atlanta?
1: Um, all of them film, film in Atlanta. All, all, at all of
0: the ones that don't film in, uh, in, in Vancouver. Vancouver yeah. Yes. I'm just saying, hmm, Black Lightning films in Atlanta.
1: Oh. Hmm.
0: And that, that well, means... I th-
2: nothing.
1: think there's your, there's your tie-in right there.
0: <laughs> it means nothing. I'm, I'm joking, people. Someone's going to be like, oh, this guy was saying that.
1: Well, no, she really was there. Oh, no. She
0: had No, no her, I mean, I mean so. saying that, um... I mean, I forget the actress's
1: name. She's she's
2: a
0: Danielle very actress. Danielle Panabaker.
2: Yeah. Good. Danielle Panabaker. Yeah, Thank she's you. awesome. Loves Love her. her.
1: Um and, and I was on my second Roman Coke at the time. So oh,
2: Woo-hoo. Well, as long as you didn't hit your limit of six.
1: I did not hit my limit of six. <laughs> I'm
2: good.
1: I'm good.
0: <laughs> I hit that far from the other side.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah, so let's see. We just hit episode oh, I think going to make the count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 10 11 12 13. So we're we're up on, into episode 14 of uh, of Flash coming up this this uh, coming up on the 27th. Oh, okay. Cuz everybody yeah, a
2: they're taking a couple of weeks off for the Olympics. Yeah,
0: everyone's doing an Olympic break, so um, so lots of lots of uh, reruns, kids. Um,
1: but that said, um, time for some Netflix and chill. Yeah, yeah.
2: or one, at least or at least catching up on my DVR.
1: Five, yeah, one four, of the two. All right, six, seven, eight, nine,
0: ten. So they got ten episodes to go. Ah, you know that's ten episodes. That's a lot it is that's a lot so so yeah yeah i get what you're saying like I, it looks it, but that that look you know by that logic they could um you know and that's 10 after the 27th of february so the 6th of march uh March, March. march, march yeah supergirl
2: April, supergirl April, April finale April is going to go into june
0: yeah flash won't be far won't, won't be far gone by then <laughs> So, you know, because they're, they're, they're apparently doing 23 episodes this season. And so that's not out. It's not out of entirely out of the realm of possibility. And who knows? Maybe that's part of the snag that they hit because, you know, they had to free up Danielle Panabaker for her, uh, her scene in, um, uh, Black Lightning. Possibly. I'm a troublemaker. You Um, are, yeah, I really am. I really am, Um, because you know it's you know she she does other stuff too. Mm -hmm. Oh, like for example, oh, this is a they've got I think they've got a Ray series that's like on the uh, the CW Seed thing uh, Mm -hmm. coming up or has happened or I don't know, but she's of course voicing uh, Caitlyn Snow in that. Um, Uh, uh, There you go, uh, but.
1: That's... Is that is that also filming in Atlanta? No, I was
0: going to say if that's a, if that's um, if that's animated, she doesn't need to be anywhere for it. Nah. So um, she needs to be in her yeah. local studio. It is a cartoon, and there have been six episodes. I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I get this. The uh, yeah, it started in December, and uh, they were all kind of released on CWC Seed in in uh, on December eighth, and. Ah. Um, Oh, see, I'd love to see this, but I don't know if I can see it. Um, but it's got like uh, the Ray, Black Condor, Phantom Lady, Doll Man. Like, come on,
2: uh, Freedom Fighters!
0: It is the Freedom Fighters, and it is in fact Oops. called the Freedom Fighters. Um, Freedom Fighters: Colon the Ray. Uh, the so, Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters.
1: Yeah. Freedom Fighters. Hey, we're we're mm-hmm. 35
0: minutes in, and there's been a, there's been lots of vague. Uh, um, Monty Python references.
1: So it's true. It's true. Uh um, anyway. So
0: no, yeah, some less vague than others, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean again, we are we live in a world where we where we get to see um you know, Mon L on TV, we get to see a Saturn girl, and uh, and I and I and I find myself not getting bent out of shape even by the difference in powers because there are reasons that make sense, and uh, and also we've we've seen her literally <coughs> for less than an hour of screen time, so there's a lot we don't know about these characters. Mm. Um, anyway, why don't we get into this book? Come on, Mike, uh, do it to do it. You
2: want to- do we want to do the uh, this week in Legion history yes. first, or save? It the end? Oh no, save that to
0: the end. Let's let's get to the book. So so that we've got All to get right. to it,
2: which which theoretically is the reason we're here in the first place.
0: Theoretically,
2: yes. So super, or, excuse me. It's not Superboy. It's just Legion of Superheroes, That's right? Issue number two sixty-two. Cover date April nineteen eighty. Uh, went on sale. January 21st, 1980 and uh, this is the future star-spanning super teens and so on the cover we have in a circle Karate Kid, Dream Girl Shrinking Violet, Cosmic Boy and Lying Unconscious is Colossal Boy Standing Over Them is what looks like Galactus with (laughs) with an Errol Flynn mustache does a little bit, yeah And some weird-looking Pinocchio space costume things that we don't know what they are yet. Mm. And Cosmic Boy looks really weird in shadows in this image. Is that
1: bustier? It's throwing off some
2: shade. He's got some eye makeup or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Covered by Jim Sherman. And um, uh, aside from... Cosmic Boy's weird face, Um, it's a really nice cover. Yeah. And uh, so Sherman does the interiors as well, pencils and inks. Uh, It's the last time he does interior art until um, the flashback sideways sequence in Legion 300. Yeah. And so uh, page one is the planet that captured the Legion, written by Jerry Conway, Jim Sherman artist, Ben Oda letterer, Gene D'Angelo colorist, and Jack C. Harris editor. And as much as I have knocked the, um, the Jack Harris, Jerry Conway era, this is actually one of the better issues in that run. Yeah. And uh, part of it is due to the, the one-and-done nature of the story and the art is really good. Um, Especially, you know, when Jim, Jim Sherman inks himself, you open up the the splash page and you've got light lass who is just kind of floating there using her powers on a girder. They're uh, rebuilding. And I mean, the drawing of her is good. You see sun boy and ultra boy um, uh, using their powers, and they're in not stock poses. Um, it's it's clean. It's good art. I I give a thumbs up on the art in this one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so, I'm in with that. Is that Shady and is that Wildfire too? Yep.
2: So okay. uh, Shadow Last is either giving some uh, a, a a car engine to Wildfire or he's giving it to her. But while these guys are working, uh, the caption says, It isn't easy to rebuild a dream, but if there's a more worthwhile way to spend one's life, humankind has yet to discover it. In the ruins of the once-proud Legion headquarters, a band of stout superheroes labors to recreate a vision, and sh- slowly but surely they're succeeding. So uh, Sunboy tells Ultra Boy, lift that wall a little higher, that's it, Perfect. And Ultra Boy says, you know, I can't believe it. We're actually doing it. We're really doing it. And the title, as mentioned, uh, is The Planet That Captured the Legion. So then we've got a shot of uh, uh, pretty much...
1: Oh, that was lightning Lad over there in the corner using his powers. Yeah.
2: So he's, he's cowering by the wall while Ultra Boy holds up the wall and tells him, Ultra Boy, stay under that wall. It's starting to buckle. And Ultra Boy says, this hurts. I'm using super strength, but not invulnerability. And as Jack Harris reminds us, Ultra Boy can only use one superpower at a time. Can't hold it. Center of gravity shifting. Look out. And with a crumble, it starts to, well, crumble. And Lightlass uh, dives in. And as her brother says, he's lost it. Ayla, get back. And she says, I'm not just your little sister, Garth. Or did you forget? I'm also a legionnaire. And so she uses her power to make the wall lightweight so that Ultra Boy can pour on some super speed and move out of the way before it falls down with a kawump. And he says, uh, Lightlass, I could kiss you. And she says, Well, I don't think my man or your lady would be too upset by one friendly kiss.
1: Oh, lightlass, you strumpet.
2: And he goes, It's yours. So then he goes to uh, kiss her demurely on the cheek, saying, say, Timberwolf must be some lucky fella. This isn't even serious, and I feel like I'm floating on air. And she looks at him, and he looks down, and I'm pretty sure he's looking at his feet not being on the ground and not anything else that
0: might be. I just just want to point out this whole, well, I don't think my man... I don't think my man or your lady would be too upset by one friendly kiss. It's like, wow, how are minds going to change in about in about 20 issues?
2: Yeah. (laughs) So she says, uh, don't look now, but you are floating on air and she's using her powers on him to make him float. And he laughs and they're having fun. And you, 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 uh, you
0: guys are right, though. That don't look now panel. That is that is hilarious. How oh. is how have I not seen that all isolated before?
2: <laughs> because I you don't, didn't have I... us pointing it out to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Because Good God.
2: <laughs> and so uh, we see for the first time that Saturn Girl is also there. And while uh, Last and Ultra Boy um, are playing around, um uh, Lightning Lad, who is wearing one hell of a 70s mullet. <laughs> uh,
0: he's he's gone full Coverdale. He has gone full yeah, wh- Coverdale there.
2: Yep. He says, you know, for a while, I thought we'd forgotten how to laugh. And Boy replies, maybe the bad times are over, Lightning Lad. Wildfire replies, we can hope, buddy. And Shadow Lad says, Wildfire, hope hasn't got a thing to do with it people get what they want out of life. If you want pain, you'll get pain. And if you want happy, you'll get happy. And we see uh, Ultra Boy and Light Lass. It looks like they're making out in that particular picture um, as she is zapping him with her powers somewhere in his midsection, but that's, I'm sure, just a coincidence. (laughs) And uh, so meanwhile, while Shadow Lass has got her hands on Wildfire's shoulders and now on his back as if they're a couple uh, Saturn Girl says to Lightning Lad you look a little moody Garth a moment ago you seemed relieved and he replies but then I thought about the others Imra Uh Mon-El, Princess Projectra, Brainiac Five, Phantom Girl, Timberwolf and Starboy off tracking down a would-be murder at a space circus orbiting Earth uh, as told last issue And the others, Cosmic Boy, Shrinking Violet, Dream Girl, Karate Kid, Colossal Boy, and Chameleon Boy, off with our benefactor, Renee Brand, to help him recoup his lost fortune by creating stars. I think of them, and I wonder about them, and I fear for them all, and I just wish I was there beside them. Mm. And Saturn Girl says, you're suffering the torment of leadership, darling husband, a torment I've known all too well. How did you manage it, Imra? How did any of you ever manage it? She says, you manage by caring and by being strong. Both qualities you have in abundance. Now be silent, my darling, and let me hold you. And they go in for a kiss.
1: But don't touch her hair. It's the perfect Farah. Don't touch her hair.
0: And it's the right color.
1: Well, and they changed (laughs) Jackie's hair in the flashback. So thank you. Someone woke up behind the wheel. It's white again.
2: So, the Space Circus of Death has a uh, flashback to the cover of last issue with no! an octopus. I think that's what it was. Uh, or Jovian octopus.
1: Jovian, yeah. It's very jovial, not.
2: Yes. And then, so in the uh, upper panel, we see RJ Brand in some sort of control with all the Legionnaires wearing headsets sitting all around him, helping manage whatever it is that they're doing. And uh, so we cut to space, what the mythmakers of an earlier age termed the final frontier, although they were as wrong as the skeptics of that age who claimed man would never venture to the stars. Oh. 10,000 light-years from Earth, a Terran spacecraft bristling with antenna and sensor arrays floats silently before a million-mile square dust cloud. In two or three billion years, this dust cloud might evolve into a sun of some small consequence, but man has always been too impatient to let nature take its course. And so R.J. Brand says all stations prepare for hydrogen ignition phase one. Initiate phase one in three seconds. And so he has come to this uh, time and this place to play midwife to the birth of a star. And then two seconds, one, and you see a giant laser fire, and there's a big explosion, and of course, there's no sound effects because we're in, in space. space. No one can no hear, you can hear yeah. sound effects. <laughs> so uh, we see a uh, a view of the um, of the laser firing into the hydrogen cloud over countless millennia, over more years than humankind has existed. This dust cloud would slowly collapse upon itself, spinning like a top with a thousand-year rotation. Gradually, the gravitational forces would draw the swirling mass together as the centuries passed into eons, and at last gravity and pressure would ignite the solar furnaces. But today, the work of of an eternity has been completed in but a handful of hours, and where the sky was dark only a day before, there is light. For this morning, man has created a star. Mm. And let me just point out that that science is actually pretty good there, for once. Mm. <laughs> so uh, let's see, inside the spacecraft, everybody's uh, celebrating, and Brand is uh, is in his chair. Uh, Colossal Boy says, Yahoo, we really did it. We did it. And Dream Girl says, It's like a dream. Uh, a new star, a new sun for some dying <clears throat> world. Can you believe it? And uh, Brand thinks, I was almost afraid I'd lost my touch, but I haven't. There hasn't been a craft design even today that can match what my great-great-granddaddy ship can do. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> Which great-great-granddaddy is that? Uh,
2: that is an untold story that has not been told.
1: And will never, <laughs> ever be told, yeah.
2: And, uh, happy, Karate happy
1: Kid. Daggle.
2: <laughs> and Karate Kid, and Karate Kid, yes, Karate Kid uh, leans back and says, "Wow, what do we do for an encore?" And so Brand says, uh, "Enough backslapping, Legionnaires. We've got an order for a new star from a system orbiting a white dwarf. It's four parsecs from here, so let's get a move on. Colossal Boy, Cosmic Boy, you know what to do." And seconds later, outside. Uh, we see Colossal Boy doing something with the ship saying if we weren't weightless out here the mass on this thing would kill me Uh, and Cosmic Boy says hold still while I cover it with a projective magnetic plasma shield it's going to get mighty hot where it's going and so uh, Colossal Boy picks it up whatever it is and throws it out into space and says I'll give him this Renee Brand sure thinks in a big way First, he creates a sun, then he builds a hyper engine big enough to push three Jupiters. Um, and finally, he sends them blasting across space like some kind of giant comet. Like I said, the man thinks big. And uh, we see the rocket has got a, um, uh, a a label on it that says Branco. Uh, can you see what says Sun Driver? Sun, something like that. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this uh, tugboat thing is pushing the sun, and um, we for the next several days there's little for the legionaries to do but play shepherd to a wandering star. Yet as bizarre as the image of this interstellar procession is, it is far less bizarre than the scene which greets them when they reach their destination. For what they find instead of a peaceful world orbiting a dying star is the shattered, twisted remains of a demolished planetary system, which is not Alderaan. (laughs) Uh, uh, A planetary system literally blown out of the sky. And we look at a debris field covering the entire sky with trains and plants and pictures and dead bodies and all sorts of stuff. And so Legionnaire says, what happened? It's gone. The planet, its moons. All its artificial satellites.
0: Hmm.
2: All of it blasted to pieces, gone. Uh-huh. And there's a creature there in a spacesuit who's going, oh, and uh, someone's still alive. Some, one of you get the medikit. He needs help bad. One frantic hour later in the Starcrafts Meta Center. Um, Dream Girl is at the controls and said he's breathing normally for his race at last. Right, Dream Girl, says, uh, Chameleon Boy, um, who, for some reason, has a very high forehead in this issue. Yes.
1: <laughs> and very large ears as well.
2: Yes. Uh, says, the life support cylinder seems to be working for his physical makeup. Uh, do you think he can tell us what happened, Cam? Uh, lower the cylinder, he might not tell Stranger Karate Kid, but th- perhaps he'll talk to one of his old own. And so Chameleon Boy morphs into a creature that looks like uh, the one that's in the container, and uh, while he's doing this, <clears> Trinking <throat> Violet says, I love Chameleon Boy like a brother, but no matter how often I see him change himself, it gives me the willies. And uh, So the the creature is saying, help, help the homeworld. And so Chameleon Boy says, how can I help the the homeworld, cousin of blood, if I know not what attacked it? Pirates, pirates from galactic north, heading south. Due south, galactic south. Uh. And R.J. Brand says, I heard, set course for galactic south. And Shrinking Violet says, what about the protostar? We can't tow it. Brand says, then cut it adrift. Those people, were, those people were customers of mine once. And killing off a man's customers is just bad business. <laughs>
1: this is a Amen. truth. Yeah.
2: So uh, the caption says, Even a galaxy has points of the compass. In a spiral galaxy such as our own, rotating every few billion years, east is the direction of rotation, west is the direction opposite, north is up, and galactic due south is directly down. And so, okay. which is more or less correct. Uh, so, uh, someone says, We're leaving the Milky Way, Mr. Brand. Nothing out here but dust clouds and a few protostars. The chances of finding any pirates are close to what on Earth? Mm. And Chameleon Boy's looking at the, uh, the radar and says, There's a miniature Earth like planet out there. And coming from it are a dozen more pirate ships, not starships, but true pirate ships, and they're firing on us with cannonballs. And sure enough, it looks like seventeenth-century pirate ships with sails sailing through space. Yeah. And coming at them, Uh, this is unbelievable. And now they're they're boarding us, waving flintlocks and swords. And Colossal Boy says, That's what they're doing, Violet. I don't know about the rest of you, but I watched enough. Lightning Lad appointed me provisional group leader, Colossal Boy, says Kazuk Boy. And I agree. Legionnaires move out. So they put on their uh, trans suits with these big giant helmets. And they go out into space. And the caption says, They fought the Fatal Five. They battled Omega. They've defeated the Dominators. And they traveled from one end of the galaxy to the other. But until today, they've never fought a battle such as this against foes who could not possibly exist. Oh. And sure enough, there's Dream Girl fighting a pirate who's got a bandana and an earring and a mustache <clears throat> and, a, and an eye patch.
1: It's got the whole Adam Ant collection going on there.
2: <laughs> uh, yep. They don't drink. They don't smoke.
1: What do Um, they they do?
2: do? What do they do? And what they do is they have cutlasses and flintlocks, and they're trying to fire on the Legionnaires and on their ship. Mm. And uh, uh, so Karate Kid says, all my training in the martial arts, and I never imagined I'd end up using it against an 18th century pirate. uh, As he's... uh, doing some kung fu fighting fighting with those kicks that are fast as lightning. Fast
0: as lightning, yes. <clears throat> uh,
2: still, if I've learned anything about life, it's that a warrior doesn't choose his wars, his wars choose him. Uh, and Shrinking Violet goes, according to what Colossal Boy said before he left the ship, these are really Earth pirates from over a thousand years ago. Because he, so he watched
1: they... that ancient movie, Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean. That's <laughs> yes, how he would a, know a, now. Yeah. The right?
2: ancient documentary.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: And so she thinks to herself, what are they doing here? How can they breathe? And why did they ins- destroy an entire planet and how? Because these pirates are not wearing helmets or transuits." Hmm. And so uh, Chameleon Boy has turned into uh, something with a lot of tentacles and he's bashing <laughs> heads together.
1: I, I want everyone to realize that Michael said tentacles. Yes.
2: I did say tentacles. Thank you. And... Uh, Uh, He goes, I don't need chameleon powers to tell me that there's a mystery here, perhaps a deadly mystery, and we better solve it before it destroys us. And uh, Dream Girl um, clutches her helmet, and Cosmic Boy says, Dream Girl, anything wrong? Some sort of vision, Cosmic Boy, a dream vision, a precognition that something's going to happen. A horrible explosion, collision, fire, trying to see more, but I can't. And then she passes out and Cosmic Boy catches her because apparently she's falling in space or something like that and says, what did she see? Something about a collision. And sure enough, the uh, pirate ships are in the process of ramming the uh, the spaceship they were coming in. Uh, he goes, oh, no, just as everything explodes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no, Mr. was And so then we um, uh, we turn the page, and uh, sometime later, all the legionnaires plus are Grant
1: in underwear
2: are well, I hadn't gotten there yet. They are laying on one of those um, uh, funhouse rotation things. Yeah, it's a roulette wheel really fast, <laughs> and. Um, uh, all the men are wearing underwear, and all the women are wearing bodysuits. Huh. And and so there's a uh, uh, a caption, an alien saying, "Subjects awakening. Bio meta readout indicates all subjects in perfect physical condition. Analysis indicates subjects will make suitable companions for the engineer."
1: Huh.
2: Hmm. Colossal boy says, "Anyone know if our ship survived that explosion?" Brand says, I left the force shields on. She should still be intact. Where are we? Uh, and someone says, uh, it looks like Sunboy says, maybe the planet that all the pirates came from? And Shrinking Violet says, ow, those lights hurt. Mm. And so now they start spinning. And uh, the alien says, subjects must be decontaminated for presentation of the engineer. Ultraviolet lights on. And uh, Colossal Boy says, whoa, this is making me dizzy. Someone says, "Hold, just hold tight, CB. It should be over soon. And then it stops, and they all kind of tumble off the table there. Whoa, they're letting us down, whoever they are. Uh, I think we're about to find out. Look those doors. Mm. Easy, Mr. Brand, we've got you. (coughs) But who's got uh, you? (laughs) And so we see uh, off to the side of that panel there are creatures
1: who's the mouse
2: holding up um (laughs) costumes or clothing from the wear and over on the right hand side there are green creatures with yellow mohawks that are in front of uh some keyboards
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and one says has the letter z one has the letter i one has an h one says z e v i and the other says E-N-O, and I don't know if that's... The other that's, one
1: looks blank. Yeah.
2: If that's secret code for anything, or... No if idea. Just German. Uh, but anyway, so uh, uh, we see the Legionnaires putting on their costumes. Uh, the guys are all there in their tidy whities
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, putting on their clothes. Except for uh, brand. Uh, Looks like uh, Cosmic Boy is... It must be Colossal Boy. No? Cosmic Boy is putting on his pants first. The mm-hmm. other two guys are putting on their shirts. And uh, we see... And
1: Karate Kid got a long dude oh, at some point. Okay, that's
2: Karate Kid, yeah. So we see uh, Shrinking Violet from behind, and it's clear that she's putting on her costume, and so uh, she's naked in front, but being gentlemen... Uh, nobody else is looking at her except for Dream Girl. Oh yeah, but, uh, who's over her shoulder checking out Shrinking Violet uh, <laughs> while she fixes her hair.
1: Yeah, but who's the mouse in the lower left-hand part of this? Uh, um... It
2: is just a coincidental mouse that looks nothing like Mickey Mouse. Yes. Oh, okay. Couldn't. And so. Uh, couldn't look out any more a, different. Yes, coming out from uh, from behind some dramatic backlighting, with some uh, trumpeters. Um, guy says, "Enter visitors and meet He whom we were born to serve, He who gives our existence meaning." And then we turn the page, and it's a dead guy, a skeleton in a chair. Oh my! And the. Uh, uh, the the creature is saying he con- who constructed us and commanded us to protect and serve him through eternity the engineer and Colossal Boy who's all dressed by now says a corpse this whole place is, a, is set up to protect and serve a dead man
0: mm.
2: and Karate Kid's holding his nose and says and from the look of him he's been dead a long long time so uh, Colossal Boy is either pointing and laughing or pointing and covering his mouth out, trying not to throw up. Mm. And it uh, looks uh, like uh, mm-hmm. Shrinking Violet has forgot to lace up the front of her costume. Woohoo!
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, he really so, should have said Jinkies, because this yeah. is a Jinkies moment.
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, Karate Kid says he's been dead a long time, and Chameleon Boy says, to be exact, for 253 years and 37 days. Huh, how'd you get that, says Colossal Boy, as Chameleon Boy is at a computer looking into a screen. Says, from this computer, Colossal Boy, it's designed to answer all queries. Very well designed, I might add. Uh, We're on an artificial planet designed by an eccentric, eccentric genius almost three centuries ago. Apparently, he was a misanthrope with a penchant for Terran history and fantasy. He chose to live among the stars and entertain life on other planets and built and programmed this fantasy world to create a lifetime of entertainment for him and his customers, such as those pirates, actually androids. Hmm. But eventually he died and his planet lived on, still trying to entertain and tend to its dead master.
0: Hmm.
2: So basically, this is the space version of Westworld.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or Walt Disney,
2: <laughs> or Walt Disney, which uh, and explain um, the mouse, yes. Uh, and and so we're looking at the um, uh, at the engineer who's sitting in a giant chair, which has a suspiciously hidden Mickey-looking symbol on the back. Oh God! And you'll know, come, th- come to think of it, maybe it's more of a Walt Disney-type mustache and not an Errol Flynn mustache.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it might be.
0: Loving, uh, by the way, the use of shadow on on Cam's face in that. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the things I really like about, about Sherman's work is the way that he uses a lot of shadow.
2: And so we... Uh, uh, the next page, um, we're still in flashback. From time to time, this fantasy world planet would pass through a star system on its eternity-long flight through space. And as it did with the system we discovered... It would try to amuse its master by staging bigger and better adventures. But naturally, nothing nothing ever worked, and the planet became more lonely and confused. And Dream Girl says, so it captured us to provide its master with new thrills. And so Colossal Boy decides that he's had enough, says, that's it, I'm breaking out, mm-hmm. grows to giant size, and then zam, 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 zam. zam kazam
1: (laughs) animatronics are not that size sir
2: (laughs) and uh, that's as close to an explosion as we're probably going to get this issue so that's that's our kaboom
1: take a drink kaboom Kathoom! Kathoon, take a drink
2: and so uh cosmic boy Uh. and karate kid uh try to get to him before he gets zammed and uh saying, this plant must be fully protected against any attack. Don't try to, whoops, too soon. Uh, He should have waited. Um, There's another way to put an end to this dead man's nightmare, and that's simply to order an end. And so, uh, uh, Shrinking Violet is leaning over Colossal Boy, listening for a heartbeat, while everybody else stands over Colossal Boy, wondering if he's dead. And... uh, So all of a sudden, we see Planet. This is the Engineer. Uh, And he kind of does look like Galactus there. Yeah. Um, And someone says, Chameleon Boy. He changed himself into the living image of the Engineer. Uh, 15 hours later, as a lone starship climbs up the gravity well of a planet which was not a world. And so uh, we're back to Bran's ship. And it's any second now, one moment, one million tons of rock and steel, and the next, nothing but a dust cloud. And when you think of it, all the when you think of all the pain it caused, and Bran says, uh, easy, Cosmic boy, it's over now. And anger at something that can't respond is a wasted emotion. Uh. Besides, in a million years, that dust cloud will draw close to another cloud, and perhaps the two will join, attracted by gravity and fate, and in a few billion years, in the wink of a cosmic eye, a new star will be born to light the world where life will spring anew. And all that was bad and all that was good will just be a memory in the glow of a new dawn. Which wow. almost sounds like the last song on Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> wow. Uh, the end on page 17, next issue on sale last week in February. And so the uh, uh, that brings us back to the cover image, which now we know is the engineer looming over all the legionnaires with uh, an unconscious colossal boy. So it's kind of sort of representative of what takes place in the issue, except the engineer uh, never actually says you must kill everyone on this planet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that. Mm-mm.
2: So technically, it was the planet that captured the legion, or a small subset of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I one thing I like about this issue in general is that it's one of those where, um, uh, you know, when uh, in some issues they say you know the rest of the team is off on a mission in deep space and we never know what that mission is, and so we see that. You know, while part of the group is tackling the space circus of death, another part is doing this while another part of the group yeah. is on Earth helping to rebuild headquarters. And so, you know, it's it is a legion of superheroes and they're allowed to go on different missions to deep space. And, you know, it's nice to be able to see what's actually going on when they're on these missions for once.
0: Yeah, Exactly. And and I like the, that 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 Disney parallel, which which feels pretty on point. Um, but but yeah, Westworld. Like, when did that come out? The original Westworld.
1: Um, the seventies or early eighties, I want to say. Yeah, so somewhere in but
0: there, the... possibly not uh, far off this.
2: Yeah, but I didn't I didn't realize the Disney connection until. Uh, until as I was reading through it,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's just interesting. You know, we we, we talk about the pirates. Um, Westworld came out in seventy three, so definitely predating okay. this by several years. Um, okay. But also, that happened to be the same year that they uh, put uh, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Of course, had been in place in uh, Disneyland for it since nineteen sixty seven, but mm-hmm. it was added to the Magic Kingdom in um, seventy three. Ah, Yeah, so uh, maybe these are things that were influencing uh, uh, Conway on this. It's, it's just there's a lot of interesting parallels here and just this idea of the, um, you know, uh, constantly making things better kind of thing. Um, it, it's very interesting.
2: And it's um, uh, another thing that I like about it is that there, it's not like the Legion versus a supervillain.
0: Yeah, Mhm. Uh-huh.
2: They just, you know, happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And and there's this uh, this planet with robots that are waiting to please its master.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, that's probably old enough to be a trope in itself. Yeah. Is that, uh, you know, the robots living on after. Yeah, the,
1: that could be almost a yeah. Star Trek or a Doctor Who episode easily. So Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. No, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there, and I kind of dug that. Um, just to, um, address an earlier point. Um, the SCAD, uh, ATV fest was in Atlanta this past week. So, Ooh. and, uh, they had a couple of panels discussing the flash and that's why Daniel, uh, Daniel Panabaker was in town. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, they had a panel where they had the guy who's playing the, one of the bodies of the thinker and, and all that kind of stuff. And, um, oh very cool yeah so uh, and so so that that's what she was in town for well there we go folks
2: and now she know and now we know what she likes to do in her spare time
0: yeah (laughs) there you have
1: it there you have it all right anyone got anything else i feel i feel like the modern head of hopper you won't believe who i saw out last night (laughs) anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah look at you being head of hopper i know right
1: wow yeah that dig deep for that reference, kids. Okay, yeah, go go bit, to the Googles, look that up, yeah. And then and go watch ju- Sunset Boulevard and talk to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know you got Hedda Hopper, and then you've got Danny DeVito in uh, um, L.A. Confidential. <laughs> oh. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. All right. Comment. So, uh, oh, let's
2: sorry. see. Uh, oh, this week in oh, we Legion the, history. Oh, yes. The, this sorry. This yes. Legion history, yes. we got to
1: do. Oh, my so, goodness. Uh, four,
2: 45 years ago, February 13th, 1973, was issue three of the uh, four-issue reprint series. Yeah. Uh, that was the original volume one. Uh, 40 years ago, 1978, it was Superman Family 189, which had a mon in the Phantom Zone uh, cameo in a Supergirl story. (laughs) It's Dude. 35 years ago, February 17th, 1983, two issues were on the stand, Brave and Bold 198, which was uh, Karate Kid meets Batman, which uh, you'd have to go back to the great uh, Karate Kid yada yada of 2017 part two to find out what happened in that one um and also uh legion volume two number 299 um that was uh, uh it's the cover that's got wildfire um in his human form uh we're still dealing with the invisible kid demon dream dimension yes
0: um, so
2: that was uh, issue 299 uh, 30 years ago, February 16th, 1988, was uh, Legion, Volume 3, Number 47, uh, which is um, part of the conspiracy theory. It's uh, Chameleon Boy Goes Face-to-Face with Starfinger.
1: Starfinger!
2: And, and <laughs> I own the original art for that cover, which I'll oh, post cool. in the Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, So that was uh, uh, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, February 16th, 1993, was Legion V4 number 42, um, which has got, uh, uh, which one is that? That is, the Legion discovers that the second body of Duo Damsel has been alive and kidnapping various Legionnaires in the service of Glorith. Ah, yes. Uh, Spoilers, sorry, in case you haven't read that 35-year-old issue.
1: Rosebud. Uh,
2: (laughs) So that was, oh, sorry, no, it was only 25 years ago. Uh, 20 years ago, February 11th, 1998, was Legionnaires issue 59, uh, called Triad and Tribulations on the cover. Uh, Friends, Lovers, and the Calm Before the Storm. Um, So that was uh, um, 20 years ago. Um, 10 years ago, a couple of reprints. um, The Lightning Saga hardcover. And um, also the cartoon version, Legion of Superheroes in the 31st Century, issue number 11. Yeah. Uh, in the future, 940 years from today, Sundays we record this. Yes, it is going to have, will have been uh, Rock Crin's birthday, born oh, I... February 11th, 2958. So happy negative 940 years birthday to boy <laughs> Indeed. Um. Ten years later, nine hundred and fifty years from now, uh, on February twelfth, which is uh, Monday, the day this comes out, it is the birthday of Ganglios, A.K.A. Tellus. Happy
0: birthday, born
2: Telus. born this day in twenty nine sixty eight. So happy negative nine hundred fiftieth birthday to Tellus. Something uh, fishy about that
1: date, though. <laughs> February twelfth. Womp, womp. (laughs) Fishy. Nine hundred nine
2: hundred sixty-five 965 (gasps) years uh, (laughs) from now. 965 years from now on February 17th, 2983, uh, the Legion defeats Omega and discovers it was hatched by an insane Bradyac-5. Matter-eater lad destroys Omega by eating the Miracle Machine and is driven insane. Legion headquarters is left all but destroyed by the battle. And uh, you realize that we are 12 issues after that, and they're still digging the headquarters out. Yeah, sorry. I just
0: want to take a moment to say all but destroyed. No, it destroyed it.
2: Well, as we see in this issue, there were still a couple walls left. Uh, It's dicey. All right. So uh, (laughs) 970 years from now uh, in... Uh, In one alternate web um, uh, timeline, uh, Brainiac 5 discovers that the personality of Eltro Gand still exists within Valor's mind. Valor regains control of his own mind, greatly improving his morale and health. And that's uh, February 12th, 2988. Mm -hmm. Three days later... uh, in one continuity, Brainy is tried for insubordination for his attack on Glorith. He resigns in disgust after secretly imbuing Luornu with force field powers. Nice. His relate his relationship with Laurel Gann comes to a messy end when she refuses to return to Kolu with him. In a different timeline, uh, Brainiac is tried for his uh, for the murder of Jackson Rugarth. He's cleared of charges but resigns to return to KOLU. Before he leaves, he creates a humanoid body for Computo and gives Lorno his force field belt. Okay. Uh, and so that is uh, two different alternate timelines February 15th, 2988. And that is this week in Legion history.
0: There we go. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet all right well it being cosmic boy's birthday um I, happy I, birthday rob that is fairly significant i'd say um all right well with that then we'll we'll move to the end uh comments as always are welcome at legion of substitute podcasters at com. you can join in the conversation on our facebook page which can be found at Facebook Legion of substitute com. we are on the twitter we are losp podcast and in addition to all these things you can head over to our website, com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble with a stop by Fantasy World, because, you know, why not? And <laughs> we will see you all next week.
1: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do.